0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Already Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Twin Peaks, Season 1, Episode 2, it's called Traces to Nowhere, full spoilers for the episode, as always. A uh, couple of quick points before we even just get to the episode, uh, we have discovered that the numbering of the episodes varies a little bit between different releases, uh, the the currently like, complete Blu-ray box set just numbers them... Pilot, and then this was this is considered episode one, and then it just runs from one through twenty nine rather than splitting up by season. So it's just there is a couple of numbering differences between versions, but this is the one after the pilot, and we're just going to keep continuing with this numbering we've started with. Yeah. So just 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 be the lookout okay for that. Uh, second thing is do forgive us. We are still learning the name the names, and there's a lot of names. We've got a list up. where are have it to for reference, but a lot of characters a lot of them so many we before we started recording we were going over them and we were trying to describe the connections between each of the characters and we were getting into this right tangled web and it took us
1: about a good five minutes just to go through who each person was at its like core level
0: yeah so so forgive us for that but yeah let's get into this is episode two and i think what strikes me strikes me about episode two is i don't think there was like a like, this is a very serialized show. I, d- I don't feel like there was a plot that began and ended in this episode. There wasn't.
1: There was no hook for this episode other than just let's just carry on with what we, we, we were doing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would. Well, the cliffhanger at the end is kind of a hook, I guess, in the sense that it keeps you coming back for the next one. Cause well, you're like, yeah, I suppose. Because you accept, oh, that was a reveal. But yeah, there was no kind of like clear, this is what this episode's about. It was just kind of the next part of everything.
1: Yeah, it's not even like often when you have these serialized shows, you will have like one character has an arc of some sort mm. in the episode, and there wasn't even that really.
0: Which is not a bad thing. It does make it a little bit more difficult for me to structure this conversation. I mm. feel like instead of doing my usual thing, where I'll, I'll take the a plot, we'll talk about the a plot, then we'll do b. And I feel, I mean, I guess the case is always the a plot. But... Yeah,
1: but then the b plot is. Every relationship gets kind of equal <laughs> amount of time, almost.
0: And there's a lot of them. There's a lot of characters in this episode who just get the one scene. Yeah. And that, that's it. And that, that's fine, but... Uh, it, it does mean it's almost... We're going through a list just to make sure we've hit all the characters as we talk about it, because there's so much going on. Uh, as far as the case, case goes, though... Um, well, this is not quite the case, but... Cooper. We're talking about Cooper here. Yeah. We start the episode with him hanging upside down, talking to poor old Diane, or the... Rec- the recorder for Diane, and he's uh, talking <laughs> once again, he's looking forward to the, the cup of coffee, because he's, he's very satisfied with the, the hotel, it's affordable, it's clean, as he kept emphasising in the first episode. Uh, but he says he'll test, report back in. Joe, Joe cracked me up. He said he'll, he'll report back in with his thoughts on the coffee uh, soon, and then immediately, like five seconds later, he turned the recorder back on and went, Diane, I've just had a thought. About the assassination of JFK, <laughs>
1: yeah, and and Marilyn Monroe linked with the Kennedys. Yeah, it's oh, well. such a like it's such a random, It's a full on shower thought. Like, it's just
0: it just popped into his head. It's like oh, Diane needs to hear this. <laughs> D- Diane needs to. That poor woman. This going to be a running theme, I think, for this re- these reviews. That poor woman, Diane. I sympathise with her so much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he, he gets his coffee, and obviously this is a famous moment. That everyone likes to meme and sort of joke about is that you know it's a damn fine cup of coffee what i love about it though is that he the waitress pours the cup and she's about to leave and he's like wait wait wait, wait. and he makes her wait there as he smells it and then takes yeah. the drink and then that's when you get the famous gif of the the smile appearing yeah. across his face um but i love that he makes the waitress wait so that he can... yeah like look if this is shit you're gonna hear about it <laughs> But it's like, he it's it, it then describes how good it is to her. Like, he really compliments her. So it's a good thing, in a sense, but it's just, it's such a character quirk that he insists it on doing this.
1: It, it's a whole thing as well, like when he, when he's ordering his breakfast. It's very specific.
0: Oh, yeah, he's a, he wants his bacon cremated. Yes. And he wants his eggs done, whatever way he said it. Yeah, Extra hard. Uh, and Audrey actually comes and has a little chat with him. Uh, mm. Kind of fishing for information, I guess. But she she comes up up and asks to sit down and talks about Laura a little bit, and so the connection has been made there. I don't think super amount came out of the scene in particular. No,
1: just it was just him meeting and again just placing the the relationships of who's connected to who, much yeah. the same as how we still are.
0: Yeah, per- perhaps uh, she was even I'd argue flirting a little bit. She kept trying to bring up her diamond and. I so would say on.
1: she definitely was.
0: Yeah. Uh, he goes to the police station, and everyone's stuffing their face, uh, so much so that when he gets into the sheriff, he says three for three, because he's the third person in a row that he's run into in the station that's that's stuffing their face, and he, he actually goes through an itinerary of everything they need to do that day, and the entire team, because the sheriff as he walks in is stuffing his pastry goods. I'm not quite sure exactly what it is, but he's stuffing his face with it, he takes a big bite, and the entire time, while Cooper's talking, he's like, hmm?
1: Just, mm-hmm. just try to chew through it and get yeah. it done before he needs to talk.
0: Yeah, and Cooper finishes speaking, mentions how good the coffee was at the hotel, and says, "I really need to go pee," and he leaves. And that's finally when he just goes <laughs> and swallows. So, some, so, some of that, that uh, sort of offbeat humor that you you see in this uh, again. It is off, rather so. amusing. So yeah. So what do they do in this episode? They they see a bunch of people. They they interrogate James and get information from him about shooting the video and he tells him about Laura leaving he's seen her on the night of her murder, she left she seemed upset about something she'd she'd gotten off the cocaine but she was back on it he wasn't sure why but she seemed scared yeah and I
1: think that's kind of the first time we got the the cocaine confirmed by another character I believe
0: yeah yeah someone actually
1: said yeah because at this point it was still like uh, Cooper was saying no this is obviously what was going on but everyone else was like no that's not her
0: yeah, Cooper also seems fairly sure that he's innocent and he lets him go. Um, yeah. Even to the point where he, he makes sure Bobby gets let out later so that, you know, if it's at the same time obviously you've got the risk of them crossing paths and he knows that Bobby and his friend are uh, wanting to beat him up so yeah. potentially kill him. Uh, also, autopsy report. we got the post-mortem report. Uh, which, one of the details that I did remember is that she had sex with at least three people. Twelve hours within twelve hours of her death. Yeah, which I obviously Cooper speculated about a lot of things in the last episode, but that really, like, oh right, she was leading some absurd double life at this point. Yeah, pretty much. But no one seemed to know about how, like, all this but, stuff. I
1: mean, you've got James, mm-hmm. Bobby, mm-hmm. plus in theory the killer. Yes. So that's three right there. So, but then is there more?
0: As well, I'd argue there's one at the end of the episode that's implied. Maybe that's be a, true,
1: but but within those twelve hours, I, I suppose, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's four potential.
0: <laughs> and no, no, in this show, will probably just say no. It was none of them. There was a, just there was a gangbang just, <laughs> just before the time of death. May well have been. Yeah, but no. So yeah, more more facts, more facts. We we get that from the doctor. I, Simple little character best that I liked is that he he knows her. He knew her personally. It's his daughter's best friend. I liked the little, just a little touch that he couldn't do it himself. He got another doctor to come in and do the postmortem because he couldn't. Yeah, he can't uh, just be impartial about it. Simple little things like that. Just these, these character, but we're still very much learning because it is such a web of characters that are all connected to each other.
1: I feel like we'll be learning for at least the first like four or five episodes.
0: I'll be surprised if we start the twenty seventeen sh- season and. <laughs> have it sorted out by then
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay i feel maybe the show will stop teaching us by four or five episodes
0: okay yeah maybe you may be right you may be because right.
1: this still obviously we said this about the pilot with it being extra long was just introducing this was still furthering and teaching us who these people are
0: mm. whereas
1: i feel that like we might have a bit, bit firmer grasp and the show won't need to just tell us everything by that point
0: yeah they, uh, so Cooper and the Sheriff they go and speak to Jocelyn Packard, who's running the mill, and they ask her about. And this was one of the things I was laughing about in this episode is that Laura had an absurd amount of things she was involved in. She she did the meals for wheels. She helped Audrey's brother who was uh, mentally disabled, and she helped him sort of try to help help learn read and write and that kind of thing. She's Ironic-
1: teaching uh, this woman English.
0: It's in this woman English. Yeah, this was the this was the final straw where I started laughing. I went, how much good stuff was she doing for people? This is too much. Yeah. Uh, how how does she even have time for a double life? She she spends most of her time doing... cocaine. <laughs> the cocaine's just like oh I'm off my
1: head. Let's go do some stuff.
0: <laughs> it must be you no don't wonder she needed cocaine to do all <laughs> this crap on a daily basis. God, yeah. she's I mean. The cocaine and possible prostitution aside, she's she's online for a humanitarian of the year award. <laughs> she really is. <laughs> but <laughs> she, so she's, so we learned that about her. Uh, fun little bit there as well. Again, showing how good Cooper is. As soon as Jocelyn walks away, it turns to the sheriff and goes, "So how long have you been seeing each other?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is actually there's a line in the other scene. Uh, just after let they put let Bobby and his buddy go where the sheriff says, I'm starting to feel like Watson. He cracks a joke about he should get into yeah. medicine because he's starting to feel like Dr. Watson. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, yeah fun banter. They're, they're developing a good banter between them, so so that's good. And and after that, we're, we're back to Pi. Oh, obviously, by the way, in that scene with Jocelyn, uh, Pete, Pete, who's uh, married to the sister of the man who used to own the mill that Jocelyn was married to, but now he's dead, which is why she's seen the sheriff. So it's not an affair. This is actually perfectly yes. legitimate. Yeah. Probably one of perhaps.
1: the only the only ones that's not just an affair. Uh,
0: yeah, probably one of the only ones. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, well, to be fair, um, Donna and James now. I, I suppose now that Laura's dead, he's free. To, he's free to do. Yeah, I wants. mean,
1: it's it's, it's quick, <laughs> but it's 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 it's, it's allowable. <laughs> it's a
0: bit quick I'll, I'll grant you but yeah there's a funny thing in this scene where he serves them coffee but he comes in and tells them not to drink the coffee because there was a fish <laughs> There's a fish
1: <laughs> their faces are gold as well just pure comedy genius
0: yeah but they end up going to the diner and there's a whole thing from another plot line about the, the pie at the diner Someone yeah. wants a slice of pie, so he asks for a slice of pie, and he's talking about the cherry pie. In fact, at one point he's, he says to someone on the phone, "Oh, by the way, if you're up this way, go to the, it, the diner." He was talking about in the last episode mm. uh, with the pie when he was like driving in. He mentions that again. So, much as much it's such a stupid little detail, it doesn't matter. I like the fact that they're coming back. I was like, oh, the, the pie. Out there. I think that's
1: the thing. Like as well as the coffee, he re- he's really into his food as well. Like, yeah. the, like the pie is very particular and has very in-tune tastes obviously like his breakfast as well it's all showing these very specifics
0: yeah yeah uh and the sheriff even jokes about his metabolism being silly good yeah so uh no uh so more log did in that scene when he's getting his pants. yeah
1: that was weird yeah not entirely sure how else you categorize it other than weird but then probably sums up most of this show doesn't it
0: i'll tell you how you categorize it you categorize it by Lynching. Makes sense. My log saw something that night. She said, "Yes." To which Cooper says, "What did the log see?" And she says, "Why don't you ask him?" <laughs> Was it him or it? I can't remember. I feel like she should have said, "Should have said him," but I don't know. I'm, I'm... Right. All right. Small detail. I'll pick up on next time she she refers to a log.
1: Yeah, I want to know if it's got a gender or if it's just... Yeah. If, if she's aware it's an inanimate object.
0: What what pronoun was she using? Yeah, this that, that, is a good question. These are the hard questions we need to ask people. Hard <laughs> I questions. I think it's a very
1: important. It could, it could really lead us onto something.
0: Mm, yeah. Uh, so, as far as things going on about the case from other scenes, we, we actually find out about the money that was in our safety deposit box. We find out that that was money that she was hiding for Bobby, who... Is in some sort of cahoots with Leo, who is the abusive husband of Shelley, who works at the diner. Yep. And because his friend are like, oh, we're meant to pay Leo back today. We're meant to get the money back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like, I give him half, but uh, the other half was in Laura's deposit box, which obviously they can't get now. The police have seized that. That's evidence. Yeah. It's whatnot. Uh, so again, these connections all, all cropping up.
1: Yeah. And then obviously that leads us to to Leo, I guess.
0: Well, before we go to that, I just want to point out that Bobby in that scene, he's like, "I'm not scared of Leo," and he he gives this big man show about how he how he's a big man, he doesn't care about Leo. But in the last episode, he shot himself when he you know, he's, he's going home with Shelley, and he sees that Leo's home. He's like, "Oh crap!" and he gets really scared. Yeah. So, you know, the the, the
1: bravado depending on who he's around.
0: Yeah, exactly. It is showing who he thinks he can be a big man in front of. Yeah. So. Yeah, Leo. Leo's an interesting character. He's probably the worst acted character in the show, but at the same time, I can't help but enjoy the the absurdity of the scenes. I agree. Because cause all I could think about from Shelley's point of view, so I, I, the first time we see them in this episode, she comes out and he's working in his truck and she says, oh, I'm going to the diner now, it's time for work. And she, he's like, did you wash my boots? Yeah. It was very... Uh...
1: I'm not even sure of the right word to describe it.
0: It's over because even when, the, the the worst kind of like you know demanding husband making you know expecting yeah. the wife to do everything. Even the worst examples of that, I don't think are this ridiculous. It's to, not. This has proper been turned off, hasn't it? Yeah, to the point where I'm like, how how? What did Shelley ever seen him to? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, what, what was he, did he pretend to be nice for like a couple of years, and then it just like turned at one point. You know, is, is that what it happened? It does feel
1: like... It feels like this can't have been gradual. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it... how over the top it is. It feels like he, he, it feels like he's always been like that, though.
0: Yeah. Because he mentions the boots, and she's like, yeah, I did the boots. And then she brings up the laundry, she says, I also did the laundry. And he goes, all of it? Like, well, yeah, all of it. And he's like, he pulls out a big sack of laundry out of his truck, which I, I guess he was doing long-distance trucking, which is why he's got laundry in his truck. And he... If those are, he's like, yeah, do that. It's like, oh, I'll do that when I get home from work. He's like, no, no. Like, she brought the laundry up. You didn't even bring it. You you only uh, mentioned it because she brought it up.
1: <laughs> well, maybe he was going to, and he just thought, oh, this is a nice segue in the conversation. This'll do.
0: Connor's sympathising with Leo. I want that to be done. Not right sympathising. Yes, you are. Just, You're trying to explain. I'm just
1: saying. Maybe he was gonna be a dick either way and we just didn't get he just didn't get a chance to be a dick on his own terms.
0: But of course the plot point that comes out of this is that in the laundry there is a denim jacket or a denim shirt which sure, is yeah. covered in blood. Yeah,
1: and it's proper covered as well. It's not yeah. like a little bit. It's yeah, over most of it.
0: Yeah, it's soaked. And she's putting it in the in the machine and she just write, she decides to plank it in the uh in the, the drawers that are next to it. Yeah. yeah, which by the way they have a lot of stuff outside.
1: It's kind of weird, actually. They do. I was thinking that. <laughs> yeah,
0: but whatever. They put she puts it in the drawer next to it, and then he's upset throughout the episode because he can't find it. He he gets pissed. He's like, "Oh, where's that shirt? That's important." I'm like, "Don't put it in the sack with the rest of the washing." And then angry, angrily throw it at your wife when you know you want it washed. You know, just this is your fault, Leo. It is, isn't it? It's like, look, you 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 knew it was there. You gave it to her. Which is why when she comes home and he puts the soap in the sock and he's getting ready to beat the crap out of her, it's like, this is actually, you're telling her that she's disrespecting your property and losing it, you gave it to her, knowing it was in there, but it's probably, and even if it was, let's say it wasn't, we know she planked it, we know she found it and she put it away, but let's assume that didn't happen, right? Yeah. And he still did this, it would have been him that lost it. It would. It's just a dick, that's all. It is just a dick. She even brought him pie, she brought him home pie. I know. What, what is wrong with this guy? Shelly's, a lo- Shelly's lovely in this day. It was before she left for work as well, when he, he mentions the pie the first time, he comes in and he's like, I am making by a dinner today and maybe you could be a good girl and send me some pie. And as he's doing it, he's like sort of, you know, pinching her cheek. But it's not just like a nice little thing. It's like, she's like, ah. Oh, Proper grab, isn't yeah, it? it's yeah. like, oh, my mouth's over here. Oh, how romantic. Ah, oh, give me a kiss. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, so... He's yeah. awful, is what I'm saying. He's a he is. dickwad. He's a clear villain, which is why I'm convinced he's not the killer, because it's far too obvious.
1: Well, yeah, there's there's no way it could be. Unless that's the swerve that you go, oh, no, it can't be him, it's too obvious, but then it is him.
0: Unless he's one of, like, five who killed her. It was like a pact.
1: I almost feel like that's more likely. Hmm. Like, like, oh, it's not just one person, because that, that's why it's so confusing and there's no clear-cut evidence towards one person.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, I don't know. Definitely the juiciest stuff. Obviously, there was a lot of smaller things for different characters throughout this one. At uh, one point, one point out of the scene, Donna goes to see uh, Laura's mother, and she's just visiting. She's It's after a scene she has with her own mother, actually, about how she's feeling very conflicted with emotions, because she's upset Laura's dead, but she's kind of happy that her and James have connected. and Yeah. Um. So it's, it's, I, I, so I, I can almost read her going to see... Laura's mother, out of guilt, almost like she wants to go and try and be a friend yeah, to them, Yeah, like, it's
1: like she has to because she owes it to them.
0: Yeah, that's, that's maybe helps clear her conscience a little bit. And as expected, Laura's mother is uh, very distraught and kind of crazy, and it, to the point where they talk about how much they miss Laura, and she, we get this really cheesy effect of Laura's face coming over Donna's, yeah. and her mother like starts reacting, oh Laura, my baby, and she starts hugging her, and then we get probably the greatest. WTF moment in the episode. Yeah. Where she sees a man who's crouched down next to the chair looking sort of through on like beneath the, the arm of the chair. There's like a sort of, yeah. of you, know, you get chairs where there's like a hole where the arm under the arm. Yeah. And I'm I'm just visually describing it for the the audience. More, yeah, more so than you.
1: Like most uh computer chairs. Exactly. Say. Yeah,
0: that kind of thing. Yeah. And uh this guy with long hair a bit of stubble, but most of the long hair. Just staring. Just staring at her. Really creepy. Yeah. And she obviously she starts freaking out and that's when the scene ends. But... It's
1: such a, a weird scene because obviously it was it was weird having her see Laura, you know, like cause, but you can kind of go, okay, makes sense. They're talking about it. She misses us. She's projecting. Mm. But then that, it's like, where the hell did that come from? Lynch. <laughs> you can't <laughs> use that as an answer for everything. Speed Force, bro. Ain't got to shit. <laughs> <laughs> That is essentially the, the equivalent that, that, that this is, isn't it?
0: Yeah, D- David Lynch basically just makes a lot of things where the speed force is there, but the speed force, instead of being a tangible thing that you talk about, is a metaphysical thing that no one knows. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I like that. The other thing that's interesting in this episode, and I've, again, a very small scene, the, the other girl who escaped, whoever killed Laura, we, we see a, a scene with uh, one of the deputies talking to the, the parents. The long-haired one, not the not Andy, who cries at all the dead bodies. <laughs> but I, would, I remembered Andy, because he's funny. Deputy uh, Hawk. Hawk. Oh, that's a cool name. Deputy Hawk. It's, it's, it's Tommy Hawk Hill. Tommy Hawk. Tommy Hawk. Yeah. Oh, Tomahawk. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm glad I realised that on uh, camera. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it for that like reaction of your realization tommy hawk, tommy hawk. <laughs> yeah so there's a scene where he's talking to her parents and just just doing gen, you know general police cleanup you know asking about the daughter and yeah. so on and we get introduced to and another sort of famous thing that you may have heard of from twin peaks is the one-armed man mm. we see a one-armed man get off the elevator and Deputy Hawk, I'm not gonna, I'm never gonna forget his name now. By the way, no, oh, he's just that's it solidified. That's <laughs> yeah.
1: exactly why it's there.
0: Yeah. Deputy Hawk notices him, and he follows him, and he follows him down the, the the long hallway, and he goes into a door. It's got really harsh blue light, and there's a sign saying "Morgue this way" and something else this way, but he doesn't see where he is. So it's like he's it's almost horror movie villain esque where he's yeah. disappeared into thin air, and he doesn't know where he's went. So he, he gives up his search, but yeah, the one armed man. Mm. It's just, like I say there's a lot of just
1: things in this. There's no explanation. There's nothing like built on them. It's just one time that, oh, this exists. This is a thing that will likely come back to at some point.
0: Yeah. Other small details. Ed, Jason's uncle. Remember, he was in the 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 road bar. You know the the yes the Raiders bar. In the last episode, he reveals that he thinks his drink was spiked, and that's mm. why he passed out. So, so I don't have anything to say about it. Just plot point. I mean, yeah, obviously, it's, those,
1: it's like to, to keep in the back of your mind. Yeah, because
0: I don't think I've anything to speculate on it just now. But it happened. Just acknowledging it was there. Yeah. Um, other small things. Actually, here's something that I'd forgotten. But this is again an example of how many relationships that are on this show that I'd forgotten. Uh, Bobby's buddy, that he's with yeah. in the jail cell. They bring up, when, when they notice at the end at the end of the episode, James goes to Donna's house for dinner. And, you know, he, he meets her parents and they, they sit down and they have a nice little moment. They're outside in the car and they see that he's there. And, like, Bobby's pissed and then his friend goes, oh, first your girlfriend, now mine. I'm like, oh, yeah, they did have a scene in the last episode where he was awful to her. Not as bad as Leo, but very demanding all the Yeah, saying. There's, <laughs> there's just so many that you can't remember them all at once. Yeah, so I'd actually forgotten they were a thing. And then I was like,
1: oh... This, this is what I mean about how the show is still teaching us, it's like, here, you might have forgotten this one, here's oh, yeah. a reminder.
0: Such a, such a web, such a web of intricate... De- Speaking of Bobby, as I've seen with his parents, his dad, who's a general, uh, giving him this speech and so on. But I think that's more than anything else, it gives us a sense of what his dad's like.
1: Yeah, like what his home life is, like just, uh, it's just like, his he- strict family.
0: Well, he's strict, but at the same time, he's like understanding of everything. It's like you have to rebel. I understand rebellion at your age is very important, but I have to also, as a, your father, I'm obligated to keep it within the restraints of the law. And yeah, yeah, so it's it's very overly thought out the way his father pa- parents. Mm. So again, not not a small scene to, worth mentioning.
1: It's interesting.
0: Yeah, uh, of course, the big big scene at the end, the big reveal, of course is who has the other half of the heart? We've seen it being dug up at the end of the last episode, so it's kind of a similar theme here. Where we've ended with the heart. Yeah. And so the other half of the heart is the psychiatrist, Jacoby, who has it. Yeah. Inside a coconut. Yeah. Which I, don't, I don't think the say the coconut's is important. I just like adding that as a detail. It's, because it's hiding place. It just sounds really cool. <laughs> yeah, the, the coconut.
1: <laughs> you know, obviously, uh, when we did this last review, you, you mentioned how that was the one thing you remembered. Yes. Who, who took it. And I really expected it to be at least like three or four episodes till till hmm. we found out. I wasn't expecting it in this one.
0: Do you know why I remember? I remember the reason why I even started trying to watch Twin Peaks, and this probably shows you how long ago I watched season one when I first watched it. It was, I think, it was when Lost was still on. Right. And I'd heard that Lost had a lot to thank Twin Peaks for in terms of building a mystery. And I think I remembered this reveal because it felt very much like a Lost-esque reveal of a connection that you didn't know about before or something like that. And I just, I remember that being like, really, oh, crap, yeah, okay, we're getting to some juicy stuff now. There's, uh, I like the reveal, and obviously as he reveals that he's got it, we also see that he's listening to a, a tape. Laura was recording kind of, I guess an audio diary, kind of almost like a, yeah. what she would say to a therapist when just without actually being there kind yeah. of thing. And he's listening to it, and he seems to be obsessed with her. He seems to be deeply...
1: Yeah, definitely. Into the
0: recording. Um, not a small detail, I loved about this scene. I loved it has, uh the headphones he's using are like proper cans. Like, as someone who's actually went out and filmed stuff, these are the type of headphones that we use. Yeah, they're like studio cans, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, big proper chunky studio cans, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was amusing, that just a therapist happens it to have a well. set of cans.
1: Also, it uh, raises the question of how did he know where to go to dig up the heart?
0: Eh... Uh, if I was to guess, if I was to guess, because the last episode we had him like going around with a flashlight, I I think he would have been spying. He, he would have seen it being buried. I think he would have witnessed that yeah. event.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. That's, that's a logical answer.
0: Uh, who he followed there, I'm not sure. Or if maybe he was out in the woods and then he, he heard them come back. Yes,
1: yeah, perhaps. If it is that he followed one of them in particular, it's like why was he following that person? Like yeah. what, what was his motive? If it was specifically,
0: if it was James, is he jealous because he's in love with Laura or was in love with Laura? yeah if it's Donna then I don't even know what to speculate there but no no it,
1: it, it's just interesting as to why he was there what was his motive for that
0: yeah I'm sure that's something we can we can dig into as we as we go uh, other small points uh, Audrey's father does well, it sort of he doesn't figure out. He questions her and realises she was to blame for getting uh, the, the businessman that he was trying to make a deal with. Yeah. So he, he's pissed at her. Uh, that's a small detail. Other small detail, he is having an affair with Pete's wife, you know, the, the sister of the guy who owned the mill. <laughs> getting yeah. all the connections. And we see a scene with them um, having their affair. So a lot, lot of small things building things up. And it's funny because there's a few characters that I know, I, I remember them being in it. But they've not right. popped up yet, so I know there's still oh, okay. some characters to it's put in. It's probably terrifying because you know, names, how, many, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how many? Oh, one final scene I do want to talk about actually. Mm. Um, oh, uh, waitress in the diner who's not Shelley Norma. Yes, she runs into Ed's wife, eye patch lady.
1: Yes, when she's talking about uh, her drapes and making it silent.
0: Her drapes again, yes. She's talking about her drapes. And it kind of feels like she suspects there's an affair because she's like, I was waiting up till 4am for my husband, who was in the intensive care. and. Well, she's a a bit extreme. He just passed out. I don't know if intensive care is... Depends what they passed out from. I guess.
1: I mean, it depends if it's a recurring thing. It might be a pre-existing condition. They're like, ah, true. Well, let's let's keep an eye on this.
0: If he's drink with a spite though, probably not. Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> maybe that's more. Maybe that's more concerning, though. If it's like, oh, there's there's true. nothing wrong with you. Why why are you passing out?
0: Yeah, that's true. Maybe they had to pump his stomach or something like that. Could be possible. But yeah, so she runs into her, and we get this wonderful. Again, this was a callback to something in episode one. It was the drapes. so There was all this talk about the drapes and the cotton balls and. Again, I just want to acknowledge that that scene happened and just how wonderfully quirky it was. It was. It's. It stands out as an oddity
1: amongst the other weird scenes because this one almost feels like it's, it's two almost normal people, just not quite. Whereas a lot of the others are more overtly, no, this is just weird.
0: Yeah. So we get more details about the case. We have One-Armed Man. We have Log Lady. We have various other oddities. We've got Mysterious Vision Man with Long Hair. Yeah appeared behind the chair, all these elements all in play.
1: Yeah. that's so much.
0: That's episode two. <laughs>
1: packs a lot into every episode, doesn't it?
0: It is, it is. Um so I don't know, I don't know if this review flows as well as maybe some of the other shows because of the way it does just kinda continue. Jump everything. Around. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's it, it, it's it's hard to say like how you feel as well about an individual episode because it's like okay, it's just the next piece. It doesn't yeah, do anything it, to serve its own.
0: Yeah, like most other shows I could give each episode a rating out of 10, probably. We don't do that, but we could. Like, I could do it. Yeah. I could say, oh, this episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. is this, this episode of Westworld was this. With this, though, it's kind of... It feels like maybe once I
1: got to, like, the end, I could look back and go, right, how did that service the overall thing? Whereas now it's just like, okay, it's doing stuff, but I really need to wait and see how things pay off before I have any real opinion.
0: But importantly, uh, I was not bored through any of this. It was all entertaining. It was. And all the case details were interesting. I liked the the twist at the end was cool. I'm intrigued by the one-armed man and the division.
1: Yeah. So. I, I almost wonder if, if these reasons that we're talking about are why it's got this humour sprinkled throughout, just to make sure mm. you're still engaged in every episode, that but you the, know, even if you don't get anything specific out of the episode, you'll enjoy watching it.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. The, the humour, especially from Cooper and, and Cole, yes. And uh, Lucy, who works at the station. Like, all that stuff works really well, and it, it makes you just be enjoy being around the characters. Yeah,
1: I think that's important in a show like this.
0: Yeah, so there you go. That's episode two of Twin Peaks. Uh, we'll be back next week. You may actually be getting two episodes next week, because we're moving to later in the week. We we done it. We started off a little bit earlier because we had Netflix binges to do. But next week we going back. We'll be going to what will be the normal time of towards the end of the week. But we don't want to make you wait, wait a week and a half between them. So you're going to be getting one, a bit earlier, and then one at the end, and then it'll be, towards the end of the week from then on. But yeah, yeah. So that's that's been episode two. Let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below. A like and subscribe and all that stuff. Remember, we're also working through the original Star Trek series as well as part of already cancelled. So you can check those out too. Uh, and yeah so and remember the new season's coming in May.
1: yeah and of course we'll be covering that obviously
0: obviously so thank you very much for watching like and subscribing all that stuff helps us out a lot keep watching twin peaks and we'll see you next time